dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I am. It's a beautiful day out there, and I've got some stuff to do game-wise. Got some game coming up. Got to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Carlos's Monday game coming up. We finished, as I've said before, we finished his current story and survived. So we are going on to his Eberron campaign. I have to create a new character. And today I want to talk a little bit while I'm thinking about this, doing character backgrounds. And I'm going to reference a Dragon article that I've referenced before. And we're going to see what we can do with it. And extrapolate on it. Well, not really extrapolate, but just give you a system to try and do this, or at least I'm going to try and develop one. And we'll talk about that after this. Okay, before we get into anything else, I do have an email, or rather a voicemail, I have from Kevin, and he talks about the background stuff, as I was talking about the bard in the background. And so he's got a few words and advice on how to do that. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Glenn. It's Kevin Culling from the Red Caps Podcast. Just finished listening to your episode of The Bird. Um, and I think it's important that if you're starting a campaign or a story arc inside a campaign, that you sit down and write down what the villain would do if the heroes didn't exist and have a full idea of every step that he would take to accomplish whatever the villain's goal is. And then that way, if the players choose not to engage with the villain at all, or that story arc, you can still have it all play out in the background. And at the end, have them deal with it, whatever the consequence is of not engaging. And if they do engage, you know, the entire path at that point, and you can adjust it like you were saying. So I do think that writing uh, adventure without the heroes being present and the villain winning um, is good so that you have a map afterwards. Anyhow, great episode. Really enjoyed it. Take care. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Kevin. That was great. You and I are of the same mind on that. I think it would be, I think it's great to have the villain's total plan developed from beginning to end in a perfect world where he accomplishes goals. And then, like you said, they could either do it or they can't do it. What I like to do is I would do all that and then go back and look at the plan and say, okay, where could I put story hooks for the players to see if we can get them interested in it? And if none of the story hooks work, well, then they don't. They're, they're going to go off and do something else. They're occupied with something else. And, you know, if he does achieve his goal, then they have to deal with the consequences and all, all that implies. But, yeah, I'd go back and look and see if there was stuff they could, you know, get involved in. Like, if he did something here, would that leave a telltale sign of something they would go investigate or something? Or somebody would get a hold of it. Somebody who's being affected by the villain's plan and contact the adventurers for some reason. No, there's all sorts of little, it's just, you know, little dangling, little dangling threads there that you can use. But thank you, Kevin. That was great. Absolutely great. Okay, today I've got to develop a background for a character I created for Carlos Eberron game that I've had before, Lojack the Lumper. He's a fighter. And I've done like a couple of comic strips on this guy. I've done a audio drama, and I've written a novella about him and his friends. 
The thing is, I put a little background into it, but I hadn't put much. So now I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm starting from scratch. You may be starting from scratch if you have to do a background for your character. And me being in theater, I'm familiar with character backgrounds. Not that I care to do them all the time, but, you know, the, they do help. They do help. And if, you know, the, the GM actually asked us to do this. So, because he wants plot hooks, plot ideas, things like that. And I and I commend him for that. I commend him for for Carlos for that. But I'm falling back on an old Dragon article that I've talked to about before called the Seven Sentence NPC. And this is all about making giving NPCs backgrounds, not real long backgrounds, but backgrounds. For instance, he starts the article with Rand the Elder is a blacksmith who has spent all his life in Arabelle. He's a tall man with a heavy black beard. Rand is known for his great strength, 16, skill as a blacksmith, and a rather dim wit, intelligence, 7. He values his family above all, is honest to a fault, and has a great fondness for music. Uncomfortable and a man of few words with strangers, he is talkative and likes to sing with his close friends. With his shop on the main thoroughfare, he hears many of the tales from outside the city, but often gets the fact mixed up due to a slow wit. He talks in a deep, low drawl and pulls at his beard when talking to others. And that's his description. As we know, NPCs don't need all that much as far as stats go. And I could ad-lib some stats and I could, you know, pretty much figure him out in an encounter. But that's neither here nor there. What he does is in seven sentences he describes his character. And this is by the way, this article is by C.M. Klein. You'll find it in Dragon number 184. And let's go through this. First of all, the first sentence, is his occupation in history? Makes sense. That gives you that gives you what he's about right there. The second one is his physical description. If you were if you came on to him just coming into town, first glance, what would he look like? Okay. And you might get a you know an inkling uh, of what he's about. His attributes and skills, you don't have to do much for the third sentence. And any special skills you think he should put in there, any kind of stat, you know, above or, you know, me, it's the benchmarks again, anything above or below the benchmarks, you know, noted in there, a couple of stats or whatever. Also, in sentence four, you deal with his values and motivations what he believes, what he's all about. And, you know, this is what the PCs can find out eventually. Number five, interactions with others. How does he deal with people? Is he a people person? Is he shy? Is he hate everybody? Does he love everybody? Does, does he try and put one over on people? How does he interact with other people? Also, number six, Sentence number six, it's useful knowledge. What does he know? What doesn't he know? How can you get any information out of him? And is he willing to sell things for, sell information for a price or just, you know, just, just go ahead and talk to him. It's like talking to the barkeep or something like that or some shop owner. Number seven, distinguishing features. It uh, could be his nickname. It could be he has scars. He could have a tattoo. The, the character could have a large nose. They could have a, a big belly. They could, they could be exceedingly tall, maybe quite beautiful or something. And in seven sentences, you've described an NPC. Now, why can't I use this for a regular character, a regular PC character? I can. 
So what I do is I take these things and I grab myself a piece of paper, lime paper, grab paper, mine's usually grab paper, and I will start doing bullet notes. I will take each sentence, like occupation and history, I'll do a bullet note, whatever the occupation and history is. And then I would skip like two to three lines and put a second bullet note, physical description. And then I would write that down, skip two, three lines. You see where I'm going with this. And you put all seven sentences in there, and then you can go back in between those spaces you left blank. Start filling in a little more. Give a little bit more description, because this is, this is a player character we're talking about here, not an NPC. You can go into a little more depth and see what you can do about that, about their values, about the way they work, the way they talk, the way they deal with the world. And you can use that as the, that's the, the, the seven sentences are a jumping off point. That's what I'm saying. That's where you can start getting a little detailed. I'm not telling you to write a master's thesis, but this way you can get a little more detail out of a character, a player character, than just having an NPC there. It works great for NPCs, works wonderfully for PCs. So why don't you give that a try? I got to do it. I'm going to try it later. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to this, talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Greggs, the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.